This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many other platforms. It's really easy to use, you guys. You can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. We have a whole squad that can really hoop and get the job done. We got our way to win. It's simple, simple, simple for us. The first team ever in the 74-year history of the NBA to come back from being down 3-1 twice in the same playoffs. Nuggets down one into Murray. Here we go. Ten seconds. Murray to Jokic. Jokic. Put it on. Hey, guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Chicken Nuggets podcast. On the Denver Stiffs Network, I'm your host, Jenna Garcia, with all of your Nuggets updates here coming to you after the Nuggets get a win against the Atlanta Hawks here at home. Um, Before we get started in talking about the Hawks game and everything that happened in that game and my thoughts and takeaways, um, you guys might have noticed I wasn't at the last few home games just because I was feeling under the weather. I wanted to wait and make sure that I Definitely did not have COVID before I went to the game because I did have like a cough and a runny sore throat. I don't know if you could hear that in the last pod, but I've been under the weather. So waited, got my negative test. I missed Miami, which I was pissed about. So pissed that I missed that game. How can I miss the game where Jokic gets into a fight? You got to be there for those games. I swear any game I stay home for, this shit happens. So I was pissed about missing the Miami game. Um, And then, of course, they win against Indianapolis. They've been on a really nice winning streak since being at home. Now they've won against Houston, Miami, Indianapolis, and Atlanta. And um, right before that, they were on the road in Memphis and lost those two games in Memphis, won one in Minnesota. So they're doing all right, right? Um, I still forget their record off the top of my head. Uh, seven and four, I think, is where they're at. But eight and four now after the win against the Hawks. But before we get into all of those good basketball chunks of information, I did want to just take a second to re like go back and talk about what we talked about in the last pod with Asher and Gordon a little bit. I feel like I just like did not explain myself well, I guess. And I should um I I should take back my five game suspension that I gave Jokic. I guess that was way too much. I did hear that um from a lot of other places, I guess, like outside of Nuggets Nation and 
I kind of feel like sometimes within Nuggets Nation, like those of us who cover the team regularly, who are always just enmeshed in the team, um, sometimes we it's hard for us to like maintain a global view of this game of basketball or like an all NBA view of this game, right? And I guess I felt like I was erring on the more strict side of of what was going to happen or the more intense side because I felt like the voices that I had heard that were outside of Nuggets Nation were all saying like a lot of games that this was serious. I mean, obviously you had some big voices like Shaq and Isaiah Thomas and things like that, people like that saying this was no big deal. And I don't know how much influence that had in the NBA's decision or not. I think that it definitely was less because he didn't initiate like initiate the contact, I guess. He did. He initiated the second contact, right? But it started with Morris and that foul that uh, Gordon described many times in the last podcast. So if you don't know what we're, I'm talking about, check out the last episode of the Chicken Nuggets with Gordon Asher. Um, but yeah, they only give Jokic one game. So I was way off on that. I said five games. But I guess what my bigger point was and what I want to take a second to just note here on the pod is that like, it does still seem like sports is a pretty good representation of society. And it feels like to me, like our society still values or thinks it's cool to be like aggressive. And I mean, I, I'm not saying... You know, Gordon brought up on the pod last time, okay, if somebody approaches you in a bar and pushes you or shoves you or screams at you or hits you in the face, you, of course you're going to say something back. And when I really, like, took a step back to think about it, I guess if somebody were to confront me in a bar or lay hands on me in a bar, obviously I would have a jolt reaction, right? Which is what Jokic described his reaction as, like, just this, uh, his, him shoving more, Morris in the back was like a reaction to being elbowed in the ribs. Um, so I probably would have a reaction. I'd probably have some sort of look on my face. I would probably have thrown my arms up depending on what it was. Right. But I don't think that I would hit a person back. Like if they had shoved me, I don't know that I would have shoved them back. And I don't know if that's because that's just me or maybe I'm not a fighter. I would say that I am. I have a pretty good temper, but I also just know that like hitting's not the answer. Shoving's not the answer. And so, um, I think where Gordon Nasher and I kind of got lost was like, we all agree, like that's not the answer. And yet we didn't really get to talk about it as far as like how athletes view it, how society views it as a whole. I think we all agree that that's not the right way to go, that both players um, made a mistake, um, acted in the moment, and that we're able to know as fans, the three of us, we're able to say, yeah, we're aware that like players are humans first, right? And they definitely are. And what I was trying to speak to was more about like the human condition, like the fact that we, we value some weird things, like things that if you were to, just, were to describe it to other people, it might sound weird, like exhaustion, for example. We value exhaustion. We love the players who like 
work their bodies to the bone and are so tired at the end of the game. They've had the most minutes. And those players, like, tend to have injury befall them or, you know, their body doesn't hold up because it's not good to be exhausted. Just like a lot of us show up to work all the time, right? And when people ask us, how are you today? I'm exhausted. Because it's almost like this badge of honor that we wear of like, oh, that means I'm a hard worker. But it also means that you you don't have balance in your life and that you're not, you know, taking care of yourself. What does that say about you? You know, and that's kind of um, my point about the whole like reacting out of aggression thing. Like the fact that we think that it's normal to return a shove with another shove to me feels strange and I don't know that that's the right answer but I don't know that Gordon and Nash are ready to have that conversation because we never really got there as a society right like why are we proud of people who shove back like stand up for yourself shove back well wouldn't standing up for yourself also be walking away wouldn't standing up for yourself also be speaking to somebody who could actually make a difference for example like, if I'm in Jokic's shoes, I'm pissed. Yeah, for sure. I don't want to be elbowed in the ribs. Yeah, for sure. And and I can't say with all the adrenaline rushing through my bones and muscles or whatever, blood, that I would necessarily not react badly. I can't say that. I, <laughs> I played basketball, you guys. I'm very competitive. Like, literally someone just talking shit to me gets under my skin. So I can't imagine what Jokic is going through with all the shit talking and guys taking it to him. But this is a referee problem. This is a referee problem. Let me speak to your manager, please. Can I speak to your supervisor, sir? Because I should not be risking my well-being, my paycheck, the way I provide for my family. I should not be risking that with this dumbass elbowing me in the, sh- in the ribs and potentially causing me to fall over, pull pull something, tear something, injure myself, and risking my future as a as a basketball player in my profession, right? That's on the refs. So let's speak to upper management. Can we see? The, can we speak to um, whoever's in charge of the refs? Let's talk to them. That would have been my course of that course of action, and I would have. I don't. I I genuinely think like we should start valuing. Like, taking care of ourselves. That would be Jokic t- valuing his skill, his career. S- talk to somebody about it. Hey, they're putting my livelihood at risk. This isn't okay. Fight for fight for the right call, yes. With words and intelligence, I feel like we're far beyond and more evolved than this, I guess is my point. But maybe we're not. exhale I got it all out guys I got it all out and <laughs> I'm aware I sometimes don't communicate the point that I'm trying to make well and I'm sorry I'm working on it 
But let's get into this Atlanta Hawks game. Um, Nuggets are 8-4 and four with a win over the Hawks tonight. Great win over the Hawks tonight. Um, got a chance to speak with Bones, Jokic, and Aaron Gordon after the game. All very insightful um, players. Aaron Gordon spoke to the defense, and their defense has been good. Number two in the NBA right now. Gordon says that they'll get to number one, and he said it like without hesitation. He really firmly believes they will get to number one. So number one in defense apparently is their choice um, or their goal or a goal of theirs maybe. Both teams shot terrible from three. What I want to know is, are they good at defense when the other team is hitting threes? Like, what are we... And and I'm so tired of hearing, like, oh, well, we just hit shots. We just made shots. That's why we were good today. That's why we weren't good yesterday. Because that's not just it, you know? And I do have concerns about the team, like, defending from three. The Hawks are putting up one of the lowest rates of, like, um, attempts from three. They only had 28 shots, uh, three-point shots. In the first quarter or first half of the game, they had only had, they had only taken through 11 three-pointers and made three. The Nuggets had already taken 18. In the fourth quarter, both teams took nine, but the Hawks only made one. They are definitely not having, um, they're not shooting well from three which probably you could say is on Trey Young a bit because they were shooting better from three when he was shooting better from three, but he has regressed a bit. He only had three threes tonight. So did Bones Highland, so there's that. Um, Bones was three for seven from the three-point line. He had the most threes made tonight, and of course because I suggested that everybody bet on Will Barton, Will Barton, did not have a very good game. 0 for 5 from 3, which is like the second time we've seen him do that all season. So I was like for sure betting Will Barton over 25 and a half points, rebounds, and assists combined because he had only missed it one other time in that first Memphis game and comes out and has another game like that. But I think Will will bounce back. I have no doubt about that since... Um, unless of course he got injured somewhere today, there were, there was one play where he fell to the ground and I was nervous because he's been playing so many minutes and I, I just think, you know, you cannot wear a guy down and don't let me forget why the hell is Jokic and the starters in the game in the fourth quarter to end the game. They were up by 12. What are we doing? Same time, same reason Jokic, um, got into the fight in against the player against Morris from Miami. That was also within the final few minutes of the game and also starters were on the floor. What the heck are we doing? What the heck are we doing? That's an aside for everyone, but frustrating. Um Jokic 22 10 and 19. He had his uh triple double that got him to tie Larry Bird for the most or pass Larry Bird, I think, um, for the most, or on the triple-double list. So, very exciting for Yoke. He did not find that all that intriguing. 
Um, the fact that he had now tied Larry Bird for all, um, eighth all-time, eighth most triple-doubles of all-time, 59 for the Joker. Um, but he didn't find that all that interesting. He did say, you know, no, Larry's a really good player. I'm sure that this was, that, you know, he did think it was an honor to be, like, by Larry Bird's name or have accomplished something that Larry Bird accomplished. But um, he just was also, like, saying, like, you know, you're who knows? Maybe if I play, it, Jokic said, you know, maybe if he had played in Larry's era, he wouldn't have been good. And maybe if Larry played now, he wouldn't have been good. Or maybe they would have been, he would have been great in Larry's area, Larry's era. And maybe Larry would have been great in the Jokic era. Um, but he did acknowledge the honor. He, he also said, um, afterwards, once we were, you know, just kind of chatting with him after he wrapped up, he said that the Ham, Hamletonian race, the Hamletonian, that would be an accomplishment that he would be excited about. Because I asked him, like, outside of basketball, it could be anywhere in the world. And I thought, thought for sure he might say something about, like, raising my daughter or having a good family. Because family's definitely important to Jokic. But, nope, it's the horse race, the Hamletonian, that he wants to win. And he felt like that would be a real accomplishment that he would be excited about. Um, so, that's that's interesting. You know, I, I appreciate Jokic having multiple interests and not just being a one trick pony. You know, he's got a lot of things that he's good at and it's not just, um, playing basketball, believe it or not. He's got a lot more that he's good at. So, um, interesting guy, Jokic. Team defense, Gordon talked about how defense was is a team effort and that the defense is only in second place because of the whole team. He also He's such a team-oriented guy. I asked him about his offense because he has seen a, an increase in like his offense, his offensive output, which is pretty incredible for a guy when you're talking about him um, literally guarding the best player on the floor and also handling the offense. He's almost like a version of Ka Kawhi Leonard like slight has less responsibility on the offensive end so maybe he's slightly less good than prime Kawhi but I see a lot of prime Kawhi in in AG uh the fadeaways mid-range shots the driving to the basket he's physical he's about the same size but he's been playing great basketball He's definitely seen an uptick in his offensive output. Um, and he had 23 points tonight. So on, one thing that you can always guarantee from Aaron Gordon, whether he scores a lot of points or not, is defense. And the other thing is that his offense will be efficient. So 7 for 11 from the field, 3 for 5 from 3-point range. So AG and Bones had 3. They were the high uh, scores from 3-point range. But... Also, AG's always consistent from from uh, the charity stripe, 6 for 6 tonight, as well as uh, four, 4 rebounds. I feel like he could do more on the boards, but I'm hoping that that's MPJ's role, and, and once he comes back, he fills in there. Um, 
and then two steals, three blocks. This man had three blocks tonight. That's pretty that's pretty amazing. And four assists. Big game for AG. The the offense really does look like they're starting to click a bit more. Like maybe they have had enough run together. Uh, Jeff Green in the starting lineup is looking really good. And one thing that AG and uh, well, AG mentioned it tonight. Other players have and coaches have mentioned it as of recent. But Coach Malone always talks about how um, the league is so positionless at this point, and how um, different players can fit into different roles and right they the nuggets really believe this philosophy look at nikola jokic he's a point guard he's a point guard you guys which is why it's silly for all-star week <laughs> the all-star voting you know to be so specific to position but nikola's a point guard he brings the ball up the floor i literally watched him cross half court today with pressure on ball He's a point guard. And AG was talking today about how this team is so versatile because so many different players fit into so many different positions. PJ Dozier, Jeff Green, uh, himself. You know, there are times when he enters the game as the power forward, there's as a three, there's times when he enters as a four. It just depends. And a lot of players on this team are in that, that predicament. Um, and I think the trick of it all is trying to figure out where where they fit best with each other on the floor. This lineup with Jeff Green seems to be working really well. Um, seems to be working better than the one with P.J. Dozier had been working. But P.J. Dozier is another guy I need to shout out tonight because he stepped up and took some big shots. Took a couple big threes. Um, if I'm not mistaken, he was two for three. From downtown 12 points five for eight from the field two rebounds and one assist I do think he like PJ should be taking those shots for sure and he can take those shots and he sh he should and he can make those I love that but my favorite PJ Dozier is one who's attacking the basket taking what the game's giving him right tonight it gave him threes but that's not typically what it gives him I, I do like when he's driving into the paint, when he has the ball in his hands and it's not an assisted uh, shot. I think he does better off ball than off of a pass. But um, I like what he brought tonight. I like the energy. I like that he didn't hesitate. And one thing Aaron Gordon said post game was that there is no amount of confidence, none, that would be a negative, like you could have so much confidence and it would still not be a negative when playing basketball because it, it allows you to trust yourself, trust your shot, trust what you're doing, you know, um, and shoot better, shoot with shooting with confidence. Ironically, Jokic said, AG was asked about like what makes veterans respect young guys like Bones. And AG said, it's his confidence. Then we asked Jokic, and Jokic said, it's his humility. So that was a little bit um, 
counter, I suppose, opposite. But I do think you can be confident and humble, right? And Bones Jogic is confident and humble. AG, for example, is confident and humble. He went out there and had a great game tonight, and all he talked about in the locker room and in the post-game press conference was that it was a team effort. Defense, team effort. Offense, he told me every single one of his shots tonight was assisted by a teammate of his. He, he's a team-oriented guy, team-first, team-focused, um, and that makes him pretty humble, right? I would say Bones has that same pedigree, and that's what works for this team. Confident, but humble. Um, there are a few guys on the team who aren't humble, I would say, but... They definitely are competent. So there's something to that. If you're thinking about doing something different with your career, with your life, if you're thinking about texting that guy back or that girl back, um, if you're thinking about anything, like whatever it is that you want to do with your day tomorrow, just remember that if you're confident, it's going to be a good day. If you're confident... You're going to achieve what you want to achieve. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Chicken Nuggets podcast. I'll be back with more episodes next week and a new uh, interview episode. So keep a lookout for that. I appreciate every single one of you who listens, follows, um, contributes or responds to me, engages with me on Twitter. Even if it's a negative thing, let's talk about it. I don't mind. I really do appreciate each and every one of you. And don't forget, of course, the Grand Z Casino on December 5th. Broncos Chiefs. I'll be there with Champ Bailey hosting a watch party for any and all of you who want to join. We're going to be doing tons of giveaways, signed autograph gear from Champ, and bets and food and drinks it's gonna be a really fun time chiefs broncos at the grand z casino i'll be there join This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.